Welcome to the Binge Minute, the only podcast in the world that goes through a movie minute by minute reviews each minute on a quest to find the greatest minute in cinematic history. My name's Chris. My name's Taylor. And we're still on our journey through the movie Moon. Moon. This is Minute 84. 84. Whoa. Oh, so close to the end. We are extremely close. That's right. There's a lot that has to be wrapped up in this amount of time. Yep. It's like the, it's like a, the present's been wrapped, but the bow and cinnamon has to be applied. That's right. Classic seasoning of the presents <laughs> needs to be happened. That's true. Uh, but you know what? And we'll talk about it in a minute. I think they've also realized this and they're ramping up the goodies. Oh, oh, I can't wait. What I did stand up the other night uh-huh. uh, in Brisbane on a Saturday. Was that Saturday night? No, Friday night. Friday night. On Friday night, I did stand up comedy mm-hmm. in Paddington and uh, I rocked up. Yeah. It was like a little cafe, very intimate gig but and with restrictions still. So it was about only an audience, about 20 people. Nice. And I was talking to the, the, the room runner and I was like, looked at the list of who's on and it was like all these heavy hitters of Brisbane. Mm-hmm. So it was like me plus some of the biggest names in Brisbane has to offer like the comedy scene I was like oh this is going to be a sick night yeah and I'm like Mr. Room Runner where do I fit in amongst all these people and these he's like gods. <laughs> yeah the where are the the, Bris- the God's choice for Brisbane's La Humor? Where do I fit in? And he's like, you're bringing us home, baby. Your headline. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, wow. Congratulations. I was like, what the fuck? You never told me this. But the thing was, like, I generally, that'd be fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Generally, that'd be fine. I'm a pretty good stand-up comedian and I can hold my own on the stage. And I've been doing it for years in Brisbane. But I just had four months off. Yeah. And more, than, more than four. Four months off. And I know that the others that are on the line up have been doing way more gigs than I have in like the two weeks that clubs have opened up I've, yeah. I've kind of come back a bit slower than they have so they were kind of more room ready so I'm like oh man so the whole night I was like oh fuck I gotta bring this home and they're all just crushing so it was like crush fest after crush fest after crush fest <laughs> after crush fest and there's nothing worse than when it's a hot room that you come mm. out and just like blow it yeah have you ever done that I've done um, it so many, like, oh, okay. I shouldn't say so many times, but <laughs> the worst bomb is, I don't care if I bomb if everyone's bombing. Yeah. The worst bomb is when everyone is hot and you're in a situation that you can go great mm-hmm. and then you tank it. That's the worst. You yeah. come out feeling like, oh, no. Yeah. I've done that a couple of times before. It's not a fun feeling, yeah. but, you know, it, it, it's going to happen. Like, we, there used to be a gig called Heya. Yeah. Very hard to bomb. Mm. But when you bombed at Heya, it like hit oh, the spine. <laughs> it hit the spine because there's like 80 audience just looking at you like, oh, why am yes. I laughing like the last time? <laughs> the last comedian got me laughing. You're like, please laugh. <laughs> the worst thing is when you know your joke's are really good. And you go to the, those kind of places and you say it and they're like, not tonight. And you're like, oh, why? <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> but hey, that's just how it rolls. You never know. What's the worst? The worst bomb I ever had was down the up the down the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. And I got on stage and before I even said anything, one of the an audience member said, No. <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay. And Classic. Then, and apparently they were the boss of the audience because all the audience subconsciously went, yeah, we agree. <laughs> <laughs> so I did 10 minutes and I got nothing. I mean nothing. Like mm. some of my, I'm like, oh, time to bring out the big guns. They were like, nah. I was like, oh, God. And for like 10 minutes, like sweating. And I, was, I think at one point I was like, is the sun behind me, guys? Just uh, be honest. And I was like, where is it? <laughs> oh, no. That was bad. What was your worst bomb? I mean, I think the one where I felt I mean, I'm sure they bombed really bad in places, definitely. But the one, it's the, it's more the the bomb where you feel bad. That's when that's a true bomb to me. Oh, absolutely! Like you could absolutely mess up 
everything. But if you don't feel too upset about it, it doesn't like hit you. That oh, listen, that's, not, that's a bomb. It's not the biggest bomb. You can bomb at an open mic, try new stuff, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, because you're trying new gear. Yeah, but if you take your best stuff to the best gig and then tank it, mm. ah, yeah, why? So I think the one for me was for stand up. I was invited to for the first time do the sit down comedy club, which is the big comedy room, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, permanent yeah. comedy room in Brisbane. And I know that the opening five minute is extremely hard. Was this a Thursday night? It's or a Thursday fr- night. Thursday night. So that's Thursday night. Hardest, hardest night. Yeah. Uh, it's a big gig where everyone has dinner for the first three to four acts, and then they watch the headliners. So you're competing against people eating food who are not really interested on you're a Thursday night. You're competing against a big chicken parmesan yeah. with multiple toppings. They have like five different toppings to choose from. Yeah. And you know, my material then was all right. It wasn't great, but it was all right. But it was the best that it was at the time because mm-hmm. I was growing. And always. Um, and <laughs> a little self-pitch, always growing. Always growing because, you know, you're always bad the next day. So I got out first up. First time doing the room. It's a bit of an intimidating room. I don't really know what to expect. And I noticed someone from work was oh, had brought their whole no. family. Not to see me. Not to see me. I didn't it advertise just coincidence. it. Coincidence. She was there with like other people and I fucking ate shit. <laughs> like bad. Like, oh, really? It was bad. And I knew it was bad from the first... 15 seconds I'm like this is fucked I hate this and I just had to try and get through my material so I ate shit in front of my work colleague and then I avoided them for a week mm. where I would arrive at work at times that I knew that they were in meetings so yeah. I didn't have to talk to them oh no so it was pretty bad yeah but you're a great stand-up I'm you did right. your whole hour show and it was really good oh thanks babe it was a very good show you're a very you're a very funny person. The thing is, I think the sit down comedy club, it's very pub style mm. comedian, fast paced jokes, boom, 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 boom. I feel like you're more of a festival style stand up comedian where you can slow down a little bit, tell your stories. Yeah. You do your do your fun like sound cues and stuff. Like, you know, you, you do a lot of that sort of stuff and that's where you shine. But then where when they're like, We want six jokes in one minute, which is like, you know, all like, you know, wordplay jokes and stuff. Stuff like that, you're like, well, that's not me. Yeah. Oh, look, the 45 to 65 year old uh, crowd <laughs> of people eating dinner. I'm not. I'm never going to win with that. My crowd's young people. That's cool. That's right. I think the worst, not the worst bomb, but a bad bomb I had was I was. I think I sharted in my pants. Like, I, like actually, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I was talking to the MC outside, and I because I have a bit of lactose intolerance, I ate like a creamy cabanara. <laughs> oh my god! And then I coughed. She's like, she's like, I'm about to bring you up. So I was like opening the second half, mm. and she's like, I'm literally just going to walk on stage, and I'm going to be like, welcome your first act, Chris Martin. I'm like, that's great, and I coughed. And a bit of poop, like, oh my God. I caught it in my cheeks. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I, like, ran to the bathroom and I, like, cleaned myself up. But I could hear her on the stage, like, welcome to the stage. I was, like, flushed the toilet. Like, did you wash your hands? I did. I did. Very but good. I was like, oh, come on. And then, like, I got to, I was just so flustered by the time I got there. I was like, I just, well, what am I doing? And they were like, get off. I'm like, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> did you tell them? No, fuck no. <laughs> if they listen to this, though, well, I, well, I didn't really tell them who, who where, when. Where it was. But, yeah. That's that, very good. It I was love terrible. it. I love it. Uh, so you know what? I reckon if you said right at the end of the bomb, look, guys, I got bigger <laughs> fish to fry. I just sharded myself. <laughs> 
They'd be like, what? I saw I saw someone in Melbourne once do, um, they bled through their undies before going on stage. So they had to rip it off. And I was talking to them beforehand. I was like, well, how do you reckon you're going to go? And she's like, you know what? If I bomb, I'm going to tell everyone what happened uh, before coming up on stage. And she bombed. And she's like, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> and, said it. and he was like, what? And I'm like at the background going, yes. I love this woman. Wow. Well, you know who's not shutting in their pants? Sam 1 and Sam 2 in Moon, Moon Minute 84. 84. So much happened. A lot happened. So my prediction, what was my prediction? I said there would be a montage of Sam 2 getting home and a voice will come over to say that there were 10 minutes remaining, which, you know, I'm going to give myself partial marks. Yeah, we'll you're pretty later. close. Um, I'm going to, oh, that's right. My prediction did not come true. I thought no. Sam 1 in the road would have a moment where he like touches the walls. like, <laughs> oh, I was in here and then he'll, he'll just die. He, we have no visual uh, cl- clarification that he's dead. Yeah. We've got no clue. We don't know. He's so still dying. He's still, to us, he's still alive. This has been a very Sam 2 focused minute. Mm. Yeah. So firstly, we had Sam 2 driving in the Rover back to the facility away from Sam 1 in the crash, near the crash at the harvester. And he had a very sad look on his face. The music was going. Yeah. It was very sad. And then he put on his sunglasses <laughs> his uh, to make it look like it was the sun in his eyes. But I'm pretty sure he was like, I'm a man and I don't want people to see my tears. And Which is crazy because there's literally no one else there. And he was... This di- is, this he did is start how crying. men think. Oh my gosh, men get <laughs> in the I pen. Have, if I have an emotional a moment in my living room, I'm like, where's my sunnies? Oh God, is, is there why sun? you're always it's wearing so bright sunglasses? in here. That's right, I'm Constant. I'm on cryer. I'm constant cryer. <laughs> but no, he definitely did start crying because uh, he put on his sunglasses and then his bottom lip started trembling. Yes, that's right. So I'm like, oh, he's so sad. He left his body behind. Yeah. For say, it was such like a such a Top Gun sort of <laughs> reference back to his original peacocking. It's like that's nice. Yeah. So it's good to know he's feeling something. Yeah. If it wasn't, poor red flag. <laughs> that's right. He's like, <laughs> if he was like. If, it'd be weird if he was driving back to the facility going, <laughs> one piece of the puzzle firmly in place. <laughs> That'd be weird. He's a lunar industry spy. You know, it'd be really weird if as he was driving, he started to violently shake. He was like, <laughs> oh, no. Well, listeners, that did not happen. Instead, what happened was uh, we got then a smash cut to the image of the countdown clock for when Eliza rescue mission Yeah, and it was on it for so long. So long. It really slowly zoomed in. And then I'd say 20 seconds. That's right. So we watched a clock on one hour and 40 minutes, mm-hmm. um, and it was basically just ticking down. We watched about 20 seconds yeah. of the countdown. It's it was like, Jesus, what a, what a choice. I don't even know if there was any music behind it. No. It was no. Just, it was just a tick. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then we had a quick image of the clone. Yes, yeah, Sam, Sam 3. 3. Still asleep, still on the in the sick bay on the table mm-hmm. uh, in wake-up mode. Yeah, not awake yet, but waking. And then we jumped to the last 10 seconds of the minute where we see Sam 2 in the Helium uh, 3 pod shooter bay mm-hmm. uh, getting ready. Like he was like getting, I guess he was getting ready for his journey. Yeah, he had like a, he had that big yellow puffy survival jacket. That's right. And he was pulling out some of the canisters, I guess, to make room for himself. Yes. And um, then Gertie slowly came up behind him. Yeah. And that's where the minute ended. And he had his little sort of, I don't know, it's like neutral face. That's the right. horizontal line with the two eyes. That's right. It's sort of like, huh? <laughs> what? 
So I don't know what's going to happen. So there's a lot to cover. That's a lot to cover. In, a lot happened in this minute, but also there was a lot focused on time. Mm. Sam too crying. They yeah. covered a lot. They covered four main points in yeah. one minute. But that my big thing is an hour and 40 minutes to go. They have so much cleaning to do. So much cleaning. Sam 3 has to wake up and be cognizant enough so that when this oh, Eliza team comes. Of course. So they're not like, you just woke up like an hour yeah. ago. He's meant to be a week old. Son of a bitch. And on the other end of the spectrum, Sam 1 needs to definitely be dead by an hour and 40. Because if he's still alive when they check. Not unless he has explosives with him. <laughs> That's, That's what I'm saying. That's true. I mean, I will never discount that theory that's great but yeah there's heaps of cleaning gertie's got to get stuff going gertie's got to make it look like nothing happens. things are happening he's got to lock all the doors yeah. they've got to make sure all everything there's so much he's got to vacuum things put oh a, my put gosh a, there's oh blood everywhere that's got to be cleaned up what'd you rate the minute i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it the same score i had before 55 i'm gonna go 48 really i enjoyed it but a little bit yeah i enjoyed it it was fine I but just, it wasn't it wasn't in my top tens mm, okay i just loved how we're getting through it. Yeah. So what's your prediction for the next minute? So Gertie clearly has something to say. Oh, yeah. Gertie's going to come up behind Sam too and say, Sam, we have to discuss the incoming rescue mission. And be like, Gertie, don't worry about it. I'm sorting it out. And he'll like start making things all comfy. And then Gertie's going to drop some sort of truth that I, don't, I reckon he's going to say your plan sucks. Maybe he <laughs> says like... Did you know your DNA only lasts three years? <laughs> and be like, Gertie, we know. <laughs> it was subtext. That's a good prediction. Obviously, there's going to be a conversation between Gertie and Sam too. What is it going to be? I feel like he's going to say, Sam, where's Sam 1? Oh. And he's like, Sam 1's in the rover. He wanted to go. And he's like, the rescue team's coming. We need to fix this place. You know, what do you want me to do? Like vacuum and put a sheet over the nuclear? What the fuck? Like, man, we got some stuff to do. <laughs> is that Sam 2 or Gertie? Gertie's like, dude, I'm freaking out, <laughs> okay, man. Gotcha. You're about to leave me. There's like a hole over there I can't fix. You got to seal that up. There's a clone room, man. Then. <laughs> There's tracks. There's tracks out to the rovers. Yeah. You've been to the rovers like five times. Go over your tracks, man. Yeah. Then then brush them over. What? What? And I think he has a... Sh- I, I hope sparks start flying out. He's like, ah! <laughs> and he finally just collapses. Yeah. <laughs> I could totally see that. That'd be great. I hope that we have a shot in the background of his arms and one's got a feather duster and another's got like a, a pooper scooper. And one's... And, and two are like this. Like, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> There's so much mess. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, we got two predictions. Let's see which one comes true, if any. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope you're enjoying it. We'll be back for minute Minute 85. Until then, bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Binge Minute is produced by Brisbane comedians Chris Martin and Taylor Edwards. You can follow us on Instagram at Piss Martin and at Taylor Edwards Comedian or on Facebook at Chris Martin Comedian and Taylor Edwards. Get in touch with us at bingeminute at gmail.com with any questions, comments about the podcast or suggestions about what we should watch next. If you've been enjoying Binge Minute, help us out by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We'll, we'll be, be back, back soon with more Binge Minute. Minute. Bye-bye, Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.